What's this, man? 
What's going on, man? I can't see myself. You got something to do with this, man? I'm afraid that's one of the misfortunes of the cursed. Oh, man, you jiving. Hey, look here, man. You mean to tell me I ain't never gonna see my face again? Hey, look, man, I don't mind being a vampire and all that shit, but, but this really ain't him. I mean, a man has got to see his face. Shit. I don't even know if I want to go now. Can't even see myself. How do I look, man? You were going somewhere? Yeah. Justin's having a big party. He's showing off his, uh, his African collection. African? Yeah, dude's brought back all kind of stuff. Sculpting, jewelry. Tell me the truth. It's important. How do I look? You've decided to go? Well, you know, I might as well. Anyway, my old lady's gonna be there, and she gonna get dead in my case if I ain't there. So look, you have a nice evening, and I'll see you later. You go nowhere! this house without my permission. Your only justification for crawling on this earth is to serve me. Understand me well. If you ever dare to disobey, I will slice into your chest and pull your worthless life out. Shotgun Mike Hostetler here. On yet another episode of the Shotgun Mike Hostetler Show. A very, very special episode. Special because this, as uh, many of you long-time listeners know, is the 498th episode of the Shotgun Mike Hostetler Show. I, of course, am counting the numerous episodes of the Groovebox Radio Show with Shotgun Mike Hostetler. Definitely. We all remember that. That's fine. Improving your shots is just one way of increasing your pleasure in the game. Point is... Yeah. You can do about one show a year now. That's all I have time for with all my uh, trendy jet setting and my uh, jettisoned trend setting. But regardless, uh, point is everything's going. I got this microphone cord working. Uh, I got the uh, Alex Reverb 
into the patch bay. So that's a plus. Not much going on otherwise, really, I guess. At first you may find this material strange and unsettling, for it's filled with surprising and higher insights that show you where you've been clinging to solutions that don't work. All of us suffer from holding on to one sorry situation or another. Found out that 1938 was a good year for clean chicken. Kentucky fries, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I heartily recommend the diced asparagus. Cordial. Miss Amanda. Oh. What? Cooper, you know my my deepest darkest fear. Well, it's been realized, and I've lost my appetite. Uh, that's wonderful. Yeah, but you know I may waste away. I wish problems on the night shift with employees fighting. Stanley, I understand things got a little rough on the loading docks last night. I heard that a fight broke out. Is that true? You know, we really can't tolerate that kind of behavior. Do you have any idea what provoked the fight? We've got to do something to make sure that sort of thing doesn't happen again. What do you plan to do about it, Stanley? About what? About what? Stanley is getting to us. He is being very aggressive by being passive. Why would anybody do this to us? They do it because they're trying to intimidate and control us. That is very difficult behavior. 
So what kind of questions do you have to ask? When people stonewall because of fear or avoidance, you can cure it easily enough. But people who stonewall to intimidate or control us are really difficult. They use passive-aggressive behavior by doing absolutely nothing. If you ask yes or no questions of this person, you're going to get responses like, yep, no. So what kind of questions do you have to ask? And questions like, what do you want me to do? They have to answer the question. They can't say no. When you ask open-ended questions, people have to answer. They don't have any choice. Number two, number two. Be attentive, but don't fill the silence. Just because they're being quiet, it doesn't mean that you have to talk. It would be a wonderful growth opportunity for an S or an L to see how long they can keep their mouth shut. If the person is stonewalling you because they think they're going to be chewed out for something, such as Stanley might be feeling about being called in about the fight, reassure them that you aren't out to place the blame on them. Tell them you're simply trying to solve a problem. Take some of the immediate pressure off the stonewall. Give them time to come up with a solution to the problem. And give them the option of putting it in right Negligente, Sara, Beniamino, Persona, Tovagliolo, Capitalista. My name is Daniel Goldman. I'm a psychologist by training. In the early 70s, while I was doing research and teaching at Harvard, I became interested in the benefits of meditation and relaxation as an antidote to stress. For several years, I was actively involved in research on these anti-stress techniques, and since then, I followed the scientific findings closely. The results are clear. A regular routine of meditation or relaxation is an effective way to guard against the mental and physical share with you some easy techniques for meditation and relaxation. Once you learn them, you can continue to listen to the tape while you do them, or do them on your own without the tape. You'll get the best results if you use one or both of these techniques as part of your regular daily Ever so floaty. 
buoyancy is almost uh, impenetrable, so you can see where this is going. Totally hot stuff, heavy, heavy duty. Anyway, I'm basically just rambling because there's a there's an absence in my life. It's an absence of podcast content, and uh, maybe you can help fill. M-I-T at gmail.com The mind is very much like a garden. And like a garden, either weeds or flowers will grow. But if you do not deliberately and consciously and purposely plant flowers, weeds will grow automatically. Weeds do not need any encouragement. Weeds do not need any nutrition. They do not need any fertilizer. They do not even need weeding, if you like. Weeds just grow automatically, which is to say that our minds will tend to be occupied with worries and fears and anxieties unless we consciously and deliberately fill them with thoughts. Like a vacuum, the mind will not remain empty for any period of time unless we consciously fill them with thoughts consistent with the people that we want to be, with the characteristics and attributes that we want to have, and what we'll have is weeds. And the reason why most people are so unhappy in life is that their minds are full of weeds. It's as simple as that. The two factors that are important are thought and feeling. Feeling is, if you like, the activating process of mind. And each thought that we wish to bring into our reality must be charged or activated by an emotion. An emotion of desire, an emotion of love, an emotion of excitement. But a thought without a feeling does not generate a reaction in our lives. A feeling without a thought does not generate a direction. So thought and feeling must be mixed. The next law is what we call the law of practice or the law of repetition. We know that if we wish to develop a motor skill or a mechanical skill, if we wish to learn how to type or to play tennis or to ski or to do anything that requires our physical body, in order to do it, we have to first learn the skill and then we have to practice it over and over and over again until it becomes automatic. Every single attitude or thought or value that we have is a habit pattern of thought, either positive or negative. And if we wish to change from negative habit patterns to positive habit patterns, we have to practice the positive ones over and over again. If we wish to see ourselves and think about ourselves,